Okay, so today's daf is Shabbos, daf Kuf Beis. Top of the Amud here starts the new Mishnah, and Amud Beis is already a new parak. So this is the final Mishnah in Parak Hazayrik, and the, really the final topic of Hitzel. We already had many prakim, starting with Ramebehema, Yaitza, Maisha Yaitza. When many uh, prakim spent on the Malacha of Hitzel and carrying on Shabbos, now we're moving on to a whole new discussion on uh, Amud Beis today. Okay, so. The Mishnah says like this, Someone who throws something on Shabbos, imagine someone's throwing a rock on Shabbos, and then Veniska, he remembers that today's Shabbos, once it already left his hand, before it came to a rest, and someone else came and grabbed it, or or a door came and grabbed it, meaning it's, he's throwing it, it's in the air, and two things happen. He remembers that it's Shabbos. And not only that, it doesn't fall straight on the ground. A door comes and catches it. Someone else catches it. Oishanistrofa, it gets burnt. Putter, he has putter from a carbon. So here it's interesting. The Gemara, the Mishnah sounds like there's two different reasons. So the Gemara is going to spend time trying to figure out and you know dissect what is the, what, why are you putter from bringing a chatas in this case. Next example, Zorak, someone throws a stone on Shabbos. Lasais chabura. He's trying to throw a rock at an animal. And if a person does throw a rock at an animal on Shabbos and he causes it to have a chabura, a wound, maybe a black and blue mark, the place can discuss, or if it bleeds, it's probably a isodarais of netilas neshama. There's even a question regarding killing animals on Shabbos, a bug. So let's say you threw a rock at an animal, at a person you want to hurt someone, Veniskar, and you remember that it's Shabbos, actually, Naseh Chabura, before contact, before the rock hits this person, Potter, you are Potter from a Chatas. You can figure out how much he has to pay in damages at a different time, but you're not, you don't have to bring a carbon Chatas because seemingly when the Chabura was done, when the wound was, when he, when he was hit, so that's the Molach of Chabura, at that point, the person who threw it is no longer a Shoigeg. Zeaklal, this is the rule. Kol chayave chatois, enon chayavin, ashetheit chilasan vesoifan shagaga. This is the rule. All chayave chatois, which means anyone that's, that has to bring a, a carbon chatois, the only chayav, when the chilasan, the, the initial, the beginning of the malacha was bishkaga, and vesoifan, the end of the malacha also was bishkaga. However, chilasan shagaga vesoifan zadain, if the beginning of the malacha was a shoyeg, and end of the malacha was a zadon, it was b'mezid, or t'chilasen zadon v'soifan shigaga. Peturin, then a person will be patr, asher to hate t'chilasen v'soifan shigaga. So seemingly, the Mishnah ends off a rule when it comes to carbon chatas, that in order for one to be chai of a carbon, you need to have the beginning and the end has to be a shoigig, and then you're chai, then you're chai of a carbon. However, if at, one, if at some point there's a mezid, you knew it was Shabbos, you knew what you're doing is wrong, so you would not bring a carbon Chatas. So the Gemara goes back to the first example of the mission. The mission said, Hazayrik, someone throws something, and before it landed, two things happened. You remembered it was Shabbos, and not only that, when it landed, it didn't land in its intended target. It was burnt, or a dog came and snatched it. So the mission said, Your putter. Seemingly, Hanacha, if it would have fell on the ground without the dog grabbing it, chayiv, you would be chayiv chatas. But hold on, v'haloi niskar. But you remembered before 
it would have fallen onto the ground. Do you remember there was Shabbos Utsnan, and the end of the Mishnah said, Ko chayave chatois, enan chayavin, you're not chayav ashtehe techilasan vesayfan shagaga, until the beginning and the end was beshoyeg. So why do you have to tell me this detail regarding the, uh, the, the, that the dog came and grabbed it? What's the difference? Either way, as long as I remembered prior to it falling, I'd be putter because the whole thing has to be a and I remembered half while before it landed. So I'm Rav Kahana. Rav Kahana says, I'll tell you pshat. Seifa, when the Mishnah ends off and says, you're only chayav achatos. When the beginning and the end were both done, b'shoigig, when you didn't know it was Shabbos, Asan, that case is lelechta umisna. The case of lechta umisna, so I sent the picture on the WhatsApp chat, taken from the Masifta Gemara. Lechta umisna is talking about a clamp and a rope. So you used to have a uh, clamp on the, uh, what is this, a horse, a donkey, I don't know what, what animal this is. And you have a rope coming, coming uh, a rope that's attached to it. So in that case, when you threw it, you were holding on to the rope. You could have still pulled it back. So since I could have pulled it back, so then, by the fact that I didn't, I am now amazed. So even though I threw it, I was beshoigeg. When I pull it back, I could have pulled it back, and I decided not to pull it back. So therefore, that is when you would not bring a carbon chatas because chilasa v'soifa was not b'shaga. So the Gemara says, hold on a second. Lechto, Misna, if that's the case where you threw this uh, clamp and you had this rope attached to it, it's still attached, you're still holding on to it. We had this Gemara, the Gemara spoke about, you know, a roll of toilet paper or your safer Torah scroll when you're on a roof. As long as you're still holding on to it, midaraisa, you know, you're, it's not called Hatzah. There's an Issa button, you might end up, you know, going after it if, the whole, if you drop the whole scroll, safer Torah. But, other than that, if it's like if it's still if you're still holding on to it, so then there would not be it would not be called itza. So what's, what's the, how could that be the case of the safe of the, of the Gemara? So the Gemara says, what's the what's the halacha, the novelty that the Gemara is telling us when it tells me that you need to have It's telling me habura. So you take this uh, this uh, what's it called? This lechta umisna, and you, you throw the rock, you throw the clamp, which is a heavy piece of metal, and you pull it back, and you could have pulled it back prior to it hitting the person on Shabbos. So in that case, there, you could, since you could have pulled it back, and I didn't, that's called a mazid. I allowed it to keep going, and that's when I'll be putter from Machatas. However, let's say I would have thrown a rock, and as the rock is about to hit the animal, I, just, I say, oh, I'm sorry. I re- oh, I realize it was Shabbos. I, I, I'm not supposed to be making a chabur on Shabbos. Too late. You already released the rock. When it hits the lamb, when it hits the dog, you're chayav on Shabbos. However, in the case of, of this lech uh, misna, you're still holding on to it. You're holding on to the rope. You could have pulled it back. And the fact that I didn't, that's why I'm putter from a chatas. I can't bring a chatas because the, the end of it was a zadain. Okay, so the Gemara says, Hanami tenina. We know this halacha because the Mishnah, our Mishnah said, Hazoyrek, if someone throws a stone to make a chabura, lasses chabura, bein ba'adam bein ba'adam, he wants to hurt someone, he wants to hurt an animal, and you're not allowed to do that on Shabbos, you can't do it during the week either, but on Shabbos to be an Isidaraisa of making a chabura, of Natilas neshama, Viniska, now he remembers that it's Shabbos, so actually, nasses chabura, before the 
the the rock in, hit the animal, he remembered it was Shabbos. Putter, the Mishnah said to your putter. Now it must be talking about where you're still holding on to the rope. Because if I if I wasn't holding on to the rope, if I had let go of it, then what do you mean? I remembered I throw a pitch. I remember, oh by the way, it's gonna hit him and it's Shabbos. Too late. You, you already released it, you already did your action. The only time there's a chiddish, the only time that there's even a shaila, if I'm putter, is only is when I'm holding on to the rope. When I'm holding on to the rope, and still the Mishnah says. I'm putter. So they can't do what the safe is saying. And the mission already said that. That Zarak Hazari last Khabur being on the baby Mahaba Vinisca actually Nasis Khabura, your putter, because the end of it was amazing. I could have stopped myself. I could have pulled the rope back. So that can't be the meaning, that can't be the Khidish of the Seifa. So We'll try again. Ella Amar Rava. Rava said the case is Bimavir. Someone's holding something in his hand. He's walking down Amoy Simrishus Harabim. And he remembers that it's Shabbos before he passes Dalat Amois. And still, he doesn't care. He still keeps walking. So, over there, the end of it was Bimazid. He knew it was Shabbos, the last two Amois, and he kept on walking. So that's when the Mishnah tells me you would not bring a chattas because you're not doing textbook shoigi. Because after two amos, you were reminded of a Shabbos. The next two amos, you are amazing. Fine, that's another tarets. The Gemara says it doesn't make any sense. Go back to our Mishnah, fourth line from the top. The Mishnah had just said, just stated the halacha regarding Zarak when someone throws something. Then the Mishnah says, this is the rule. Seemingly a continuation, a postscript on Zrika, on throwing. So it's talking about Zrika. Don't tell me the case was I passed it, and when I throw it, there's no there's nowhere to stop. Once you release the ball, you release the rock, you can't just you're not gonna be able to pull it back in. So that can't be the case. So we're back to square one. So now we have two more terutsim, which basically rewrite the Mishnah. Ella Amarava. So let's go back to the Mishnah. The Mishnah told me Hazorik, someone who threw something Veniskam, and just going back to the top of the Mishnah. Hazorik Veniskam the other. Someone threw something and he remembered while it's in the air that it's Shabbos. Then the Mishnah said, Kolta Acher, someone else grabbed it. Kolta Kela, the door grabbed it, or it got burnt. So in these cases, you're putter. So we asked, and then we got to this whole uh, this, uh, trying to figure out the answer. We asked a basic question: Why? Which one is it? Is it because I remembered the middle, or is it because it didn't land in the intended place? So Elamarava Tartikatani is telling me two different halachos, and let's re. Write the Mishnah. Hazayrek, someone who throws a uh, stone on Shabbos, v'niskar me'achshetsim yad. Then he remembers that it's Shabbos after having released it before it falls. Inami or so now we just threw in those words. Inami or a different case. Loyniskar. He didn't remember that it was Shabbos. However. And therefore, he should have been chayav a chata because he threw dalat amos b'shayig. What happened was in this case, klata acher. Someone else snatched it. Klata kelev. The dog grabbed it. Oishinisra or it got burnt. Putter. In this case, you would be putter because in either one of these cases, you didn't have shayig from akira tanach. In the first case, I remembered a middle before it landed, so there's no longer a shayig there. In the second case, it never did a proper hanacha. The Hanukkah wasn't in the intended place, and therefore I'm Pater. So Rav is saying, you're right. Such a good kasha on the wording of the Mishnah, we have to add the words, Inami, showing that it's two different halachas. Rav Ashi, Rav Ashi takes it one step uh, further, and he says like this, Chasuri It's missing some words, and this is what the Mishnah really meant to say. Hazayrek, someone who throws something from 
Rashus to Rashus, or Dalad Amis to Rashus to Rabbim. Viniskar, he remembers after he releases the ball, and Klota Acher, Klota Kalev, Oshinisrafa, Potter. If a dog came, someone else came, or it got burnt mid ear, Potter. Everyone agrees you're Potter. Hanacha, if it would have fallen on the ground, Chayev, I'd be Chayev, even though I remembered in the middle that it was Shabbos. But one more detail. When are you Chayev, a Chatos, that you did a Beshoigig, that Shechazar ve Shachach, where you forgot again. So this person throws, the, he forgets the Shabbos, throws the ball high in the air, remembers that it's Shabbos, and right before the ball lands, he forgets the Shabbos once again. So that case, you're, you are Chayev Chatos. Why? Right? So comes along, Rav Ashi. Rav Ashi has a chiddush that when I have when I have a shogig in the beginning and the end, even if mid-flight, I remember it was Shabbos. That fits the rule of. Chilasan the Seifan Shagaga. As long as the beginning, the Akira was Beshagig, the Hanacha was Beshagig, even in the middle I knew about it, I'm still Chayav the Chatos. According to Rava, which is the fourth Tarot we had, Rava said no, that that you would not be Chayav the as long as you had a you had a idea somewhere in between, you would still be Pater. Okay, so one more uh, Gavara involving these uh, halachas of Yediyah, so Zakla. So the Mishnah had said, Kol anytime you're Chayav Echatos, it has to be the Tchilasa in the beginning, the Seifan, the end of the action, has to be Shigaga. Itmar. We had a discussion in the, in the base matters, it said the following. Someone who carries something in Rosh Hashanah, six Amas. So, and, and here's the breakdown. So he went six Amas in Rosh Hashanah. Now, Shtei Amas Peshagig, the first two Amas he walked, he forgot our Shabbos. Shtei Amas, the next two Amas Bemezid. Shtei Amas Peshagig, and another two Amas Peshagig. So, cumulatively, he had four Amas of Shagig, but he did have a separation of Mezid in the middle. Rabba Omar, Potter. Hecher. How could you have a, a Shagig after a Mezid? He forgot. He's having a hard day. Yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. He should see someone afterwards, but that, we got to deal with the question, right? So, Itmar. Oh, so fine. So, Rabba Amar Pater. Rabba says your Pater. Seemingly, you have to have Dalad Amar straight. You didn't have Dalad Amar straight. Rabba Amar. Rabba says you're Chayev. Rabba says you're Chayev. Now, before we get to the next Gemara, just a little introduction. We're going to see this Gemara on Daf Kufhei. There's a, a case like this. Let's say someone writes one letter on the wall. Now, in order to violate writing Sivan Shabbos, you need to write two letters. So he writes one letter on the wall. He remembers the Shabbos. He comes back later. He, writes, he forgets the Shabbos. And he writes a second letter. So, Machlik is Chachamim and Rabbi Gamliel. So, according to the Chachamim, from the fact that I knew it at some point, I'm Pater. According to Rabbi Gamliel, you would still be Chayev for those two letters. So, Rabbi, Omar, Rabbi says Pater. In our case, where a person walked two Amos B'Shagig, the next two Amos B'Mezid, the next two Amos B'Shagig, Rabba says you're Pater. Now we're going to compare it to the case of writing one letter, B'Shagig, remembering it Shabbos, then forgetting it Shabbos and writing the second letter, the Nun and the Ches, Noyach. So Rabba, my Pater, and his Afil, Rabba Gamliel, and, according, and even according to Rabba Gamliel, who, when it comes to writing the two letters, he says, that the idea in between the two letters doesn't make a difference. 
Now, there's no such thing as Yedil Lachatishir, that just knowing it at some point mid the two letters and then you forgot it again, that's not called Yedil to make you Potter from Achatas and therefore you're Chayiv. Still, in our case, the two, 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 Rabbi Gamliel will say you're Potter. Rabbi Gamliel, I mean, Yedil Lachatishir, he would say you're Potter. What's the difference? Hasam, who, when it comes to writing, there, Rabbi Kiva says you're Chayiv. Why? Kikagamar, Shiura, when he finished his Shir, the final product on the wall or on the paper, is two letters written b'shoigeg. Avol hacha over here, dibemezid. Here you don't have four amas straight b'shoigeg. You have two b'shoigeg, two b'mezid, and two b'shoigeg. You don't have four amas straight. There I had two two letters. Nayach, it's right there. So even Rabbi Gamliel, even though by Nayach he says your chayav your in our case he would say you'd be putter. Avol hacha dibemezid loy. Now the Gemara says, Ubamai, what is your case of 222? Two, two? If someone threw something six Amois, uh, you know, in Rishos Rabim, and the first two Amois he doesn't know what Shabbos, mid flight he remembers the Shabbos, then two, the last two Amois he forgets the Shabbos. Uh, so the Gemara says, Shagiku, that of course is a Shagig. Why? Because at that point there's nothing you could have done. You couldn't have gone and, and you couldn't have stopped. What are you supposed to do? You like all of it. You released it. Out of the case must be Mavir, where a person's walking. And since you could have stopped and stopped doing Malacha at that point, and you kept on going, so then we could consider the last, uh, we consider everything else B'mezid, because you, you finished it off B'mezid. So that is the opinion of Rabba. Rabba says you're Pater, and even Ramagamliya, in the case of writing, would say I'm Pater, because here there's a space of Bemezid. It wasn't that I have Noyach written Bishoye. Now Rabba says you're Chayiv. Rabba says you're Chayiv, and now feel the Rabbanon, even according to the Rabbanon. In, where in the case of the letters, they say you're Pater, when someone wrote the letter Nun, then he remembered it was Shabbos, then he forgot and wrote the letter Ches. Chacham say this Daf Kofay coming up in the uh, end of the week. Chacham say you are. You are uh, your putter in that case because yesh yedia lachati shir. There's yedia in between. Once there's a yedia, it breaks up the chet. That this case is different. Hasam, when it comes to writing who, that's when the chum say your putter You could have stopped. You could have stopped writing once you found that it was Shabbos. Throw your pen in the garbage. You know, go away. Why didn't you? You forgot, whatever. But you could have at that point stopped. But over here, in our case, the ain't be other. You couldn't have stopped it. Lie. So the Gemara says, What are you talking about? If you're walking, they should have put the thing down and stopped carrying it. According to Chacham, according to Rava, sorry, according to, according to Rava, the case must be that you threw it. And once I threw it, I can no longer stop it. And therefore, even the Chacham who say, when it comes to writing, you're Chayev, in our case, they would say, you are putter. Okay, now we're going to move on to the next part of the Mishnah. I'm a rabba. Zorak v'nocha b'fi hakelav. So you threw something, intending it to throw it on the ground, and it falls into, or sorry, I, I messed up here. You, have, you just threw something and it falls into the mouth of a dog. Or b'fi kivshan, or into a furnace. So he says, chayev. Rabba says you're chayev. Afraid to what do you mean? Look at our Mishnah. Vanan tonight we learned. Klata achar, someone snatched it. Klata kelev. Yeah, very good. So if you look at the words, Yoni's pointing out. Here it says, Klata. Klata means to snatch it. Klata kelev. It was burnt. Putter. So the Gemara says, like you're saying, Hasam. In that case, in our mission, dilemma Kavin. I was trying to throw it straight, and a door came, or a duck, I don't know, just came in square and, and grabbed it mid ear. So there's no Kavana there. 
and you can start figuring out there's no it's not a makom hanacha it's not dal by dalid it's not a place where you would, you would put something and therefore right so that's klata klata means to snatch however hacha when i'm feeding my uh, I don't know, i'm feeding my dolphins right so i'm throwing the fish in sea world to the dolphins i'm trying to get it into the into the mouth of the fish hacha de kamechaben a person has kavana to throw it into the piakelev into the dog's mouth where we want to throw something in the fire that is called the hanacha we had this in the second or third daf fourth daf in shabbos when we discussed there's a certain size uh surface that that's called the hanacha and the gemara spoke about putting it to the ani's hands and the balabai's hands and the gemara said since in that case you had machshava to consider this a surface achshave as we called it that is called a good hanacha so to over here Amarav baby bar I'll bring you a raya. Afananam etnina, we learned this in a Mishnah. In Krisos, it says, Yesh oichel achila achas. I can find you a case, like one of these riddles. A person could eat one kezayas. V'chayev oleo arba chatois v'oshemechon. And for eating this one piece of meat, he'd be chayev to bring four karbonis chatos and oshemechon. What's the case? Yeah, hatame, someone who's tame. Sha'acha chaylev, he ate chaylev. And we know it's her, it's her, it's her uh, krisos, kares. Vihu noiser, and it's also noiser minamukdashin. So it's chaylev of a carbon that was not um, burnt on the mizbeach, bismanoi, and it was it stayed overnight, so it's noiser. And he ate it beyond mekipurim, on yom kippur. So what are the four chatois? Eating chaylev, eating noiser, eating on yom kippur, and someone who's tummy they ate kachim. And you also bring an asham because it's hectish. And you're being moil behekter, so you're being five carbonos for doing this. Rav Meir Amar, Rav Meir says, Af im hoist Shabbos, let's see, with Shabbos Yom Kippur, and he took it out in his mouth, walking from one Rishos to another Rishos, Chayiv. He'd be Chayiv another Chatos. So Amar now in the Mishnah on Krisos, trying to figure out, do we say five carbonos or four? They told him, no. Ainam in Hashem, that's not the same thing. Here we're discussing when you swallow it, you have a chi of, of, of chatos. You're right. The person would carry it in his mouth. You would anyways be, be chai of a chatos for Shabbos. But that, not, that, that doesn't answer the riddle. That's like cheating, right? Oh, 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 it was also Shabbos, you know? Also, he damaged something. You know? Also, he did something else. But that is not part of the list. Now, our point of bringing this Gemara, this Mishnah, is the following. We're discussing putting something in your mouth. Is that called Derech Hitzah or not? The Gemara says, Why is there even a Havamina according to a mayor? That you're Chayav a Korban Chatos by having it in your mouth. Ha'in Derech Hitzah This is not called the Derech Hitzah. Since people don't carry things in their mouth, we had a Mishnah that says it's not called Derech Hitzah. So the Gemara says, Ella, Kavan to come a Kavain. Since you had Kavana, that's how you wanted to take it out in your mouth. Someone uh, is chewing gum on Shabbos. Your machshava makes it a makam. So if you live in a place without an Erev, you can't chew gum in the street. Your machshava, your thought, that makes it a makam. And if I wanted to throw it into the dolphin's mouth, into the uh, dog, so that my machshava made it a makam. So by the way, there's a fascinating shayla, which we're all make on, I think, but... Assuming you can't carry, let's say you have a place where there's no Erev, do you have to brush your teeth or, or get rid of your uh, your food in your mouth? It's carrying, it's a to have food in your mouth. So the place can discuss it, the mice of the minigasti mako. You shouldn't be chewing something, but you're chewing gum. If you have a candy, you should not do that in Rishusarabim. 
or any place where there's no Eruv, but uh, to go so far, they have to start flossing. So I don't think the minog is to be uh, that machm. Okay, so hajun Allah perak hazayrik, and we'll move on to... Yeah, yeah, let's see a person... This could happen. You live in a place where there's no Eruv. Your kid runs out of the house. You have your challenge in your mouth. You're running out. You gotta be careful. You gotta have to swallow. Swallow first. It's like sukkah, you know? People that eat in the sukkah, and they walk out of the sukkah, figuring out where, where they're up to. Okay, next. I have a graphic shot, but we'll leave it for after the recording. Okay, Zak the Mishnah. So the 12th parak, called Parak Haboyna. So move on to a different malacha, one of the malachas of Shabbos, of building on Shabbos. So the Mishnah says like this, Haboyna, someone who builds on Shabbos, Kama Yivne how much do you have to build for it to be, for you to be chai? What's the shear? So the Mishnah says, Haboyna kol any amount, any amount is called binyan, any uh, putting two things together, that's called boyna. Hamasate, someone who chisels something, he chisels a stone, makes it uh, squared. Additionally, someone who smacks down with a hammer, and uh, or you're, you're knocking it off the mountain, you're doing something with a hammer that's of significance. Uba matzad, or maybe some that. Yeah. Well, that's the end of the Gemara today. Gemara has the kash. Good, good pickup over there. Vamasatis, that's uh, chiseling, vamakabapatish, uba matzad, someone who hits something with a hammer or with a sledgehammer, a different type of hammer, vakoideach, you uh, drill a hole, kolshu, any amount, is chayev, they'd be chayev a chatos on Shabbos. Zehaklal, this is the rule, kola oise malacha, someone who does a malacha, even if it's a small shear, umelachtoi miskayemes, and that malacha is miskayemes. And Rashi explains that it's something that that, that people would leave this work as if it's done, meaning it's a, it's a significant amount that you wouldn't have to come back, you know, after Shabbos and, and, you know, build upon it. That's enough, filling in a hole. And we'll see some examples in the Gemara where, where the, the way people view this action was, it was significant. We're going to talk about screwing something, a handle and the axe and all these other things. That's even if it's a small little screw, but that's significant and you would be chayed. Rabbin Shimmagamil Aimer, Afhamake Bekurnus Al Hasadin, he he hits the hammer on the sudden on the anvil, so that you fix your your uh, you are sharpening your your axe or you're doing something with the anvil, the shas malacha, in order to smooth out your hammer, chayev, you be chayev, meshu kimisake malacha. That's called tikkun malacha. Seemingly, there will be an answer of Makabapatish. That is Makabapatish. Slamming the... If you look at your picture books, you know, that's that's the classic malacha of Makabapatish, is slamming the hammer onto the anvil. Okay. Comes the Gemara. The Gemara says, Kol shuhula ma'ichazya. The Mishnah said, even the smallest amount of building is the shear for a So the Mishnah so the Gemara asks, what's it fitting for? So Amr Abiyar, Meyashikin, Ani choifer guma, and Ani would dig a small hole in the ground, to store his money. He doesn't have a savings account. He keeps his money, uh, you know, in the ground. He has a little safe. So that's, he would make a little hole in the ground to keep his cash. And similarly, we find this Gabi Mishkan in the Mishkan itself, when they were building the Mishkan. Those that were sewing the Ereos, the, the curtains of the Mishkan, could make a small hole. They would store their needles for tomorrow's production, so they would make a little hole and put their needles there. Amr Abaya, 
Abaya says, now since the needles would rust by putting them in the ground, it can't be that the Mishkan, those that were making the Mishkan, did that. They didn't do this. Additionally, we said it makes sense they would have abundant amount of needles. Ella, what's the smallest shear that's considered chashav when you build something? Ella shekin ani oise pitpute kirokitana. You would put a tripod on top of your stove to put a kederoktana for a small pot. So that's a small, significant uh, building. You put two or three things together and you got yourself a tripod for your pot. And where do we see this in the Mishkan? The Kavasa Gabi Mishkan, Mivashle Samonin. The people that would cook up the inks, the Samonim, let's buy a Yuriois to dye the, the curtains, Shechasra Malachton that you ran out of ink, so they didn't have enough ink, they ran out of ink, so they wouldn't, you know, you know, cook up a whole big uh, pot, they'd use a small pot. doesn't make sense. When they made the ink, they made enough for the whole production, they made a, a nice amount. They didn't need a little supplementation from these small pots. Ella, you have a balabayas that has a nekev bibi rasai in his uh, in his bira in his building. mine you would you would fill it up with cement. So that would be a small action. Sometimes you have a you know a hole a hole in your home or something. You fill it up with something that's very small, but you just uh, sealed off your house. Unless you have, you know, uh, pest control, whatever you're doing, by putting in a small amount, that would be considered binyan. And where do we see this Gabi Mishkan? In the Mishkan as well. She came Kara, she had one of the Krushim, Shinofla Badana, a worm went into it and made a hole. Matif Lasecha of Urbisman. They'd use lead and they would seal it up. So you do see the concept of a small amount being enough for binyan. Next Gemara, Amar Shmuel Hamad someone who uh, Chisels as a Evan, he's chayev mishum bain. I'm sorry, he 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 uh, puts the stone down. He just puts a stone on the floor. That's called bainah. The Gemara says, hold on a second, Mesve. I'll ask you a kasha from the Bryce. It says, echad noisin as a Evan. One person puts the stone. Vechad noisin as a tit. Someone puts the cement. Hanoisin as a tit chayev. Putting simply putting the brick or the cinder block. That's not called building. It might be muksa, but it's not building on Shabbos. The one who puts the cement in, he's he's chayev. So you see the cement is the significant part, not simply putting a stone on the floor. So the says, hold on a second. Before we get to your answer, the brysa that you brought is itself problematic. Look at your, look at your own brysa. Aim the look at that brysa. Rabbi Yossi, I'm going to have to do hell of shalavan. You know, a person just simply picked up a rock, a stone, and put it on top of a row of bricks. Chayev, he's chayev. So it has nothing to do with the cement. So pick one. Elo, the Gemara says, Tlasa binyani havu, there are three types of construction. Tata mitzio vila, you have the bottom, the middle section, and ila on the top. So tata, the bottom part of the wall, which is the lowest row of stone, ba'itzadudeva'afra, you have to, uh, you have to put the stones and dig them into the ground. And you have dirt on both sides. So like your lowest level of your stone wall would be covered in dirt on both sides. Mitzia, the middle one, Boinamitina. Now you need cement. Eloy, the top one, once you have a whole stack of, of stones and they're strong, Bahanocha Ba'amu. You can have a heavy stone on top. You don't need cement. You don't need dirt to have your, uh, your structured wall. 
So that's the answer to the kasha. One was talking about putting a stone on top of a wall already. You already have an existing wall. You're simply putting it on top. That would be considered baina. The other case with the cement necessary is when you're talking about the middle stone of the wall. Then the Mishnah said, Vahamisates. Okay? So the Mishnah said, Hamisates, someone who, that was the, uh, the, um, what was the Masates? That was chiseling your, as Rosh says, Mabeasa Avenue, would make it a square. So Mishumar Mechayev, Rav Amar Mishumbayna, that's building. Mishmulam Mishum Makabapatush, that's Makabapatush, it would not be considered Bayna. Ha'oise Nekev Belol, Shaltana Golem, that's just what makes a hole in a chicken coop. Why? Because it smells there. There's a little shotana goylem, which is a chicken coop. Chicken coop. We have this. The Gemara Brachas talks about you're not allowed to daven next to a chicken coop because it smells there. We spoke about Rav Hankin. Rav Hankin in his uh, Ezra's Tyra Luach that every shul has. So there's some piske halacha. Every gabbai has that. The Ezra's Tyra Luach. So in Hilchas Elul, he says that, or Aseris Mechuva, he says, do not say kaparas by these uh, commercial kapara stations because it's a little shotana goylem. It stinks there. And you're not able to dive in there. So what they would do what would be is they would make holes. You made a hole in this chicken coop. You built something on Shabbos. That's how people build. You make, you make windows in your house. You have ventilation in your house. That's a standard way of construction. Shmuel says, Next case, so Ayel Shufta, so in this case I uh, sent a picture of as well, so I actually uh, draw myself. Um, you have a hoe, and you have the shovel part of the hoe, of the hoe which is a, you attach it to your wooden handle, and you Ayel Shufta, you, uh, you shove a peg, Bekufina Demara, to hold the wood and the handle together, so one little peg, Rav Amar Mishum Rav says, Yerchai Mishum that's building, Yishmul Amar Shemakah that's Makah Now, based on this Gemara, there's a whole discussion regarding, is there Binyan B'Kalim, if something's a Kali, could there be an Isra of Baina on it? In that discussion, there's another discussion regarding food. Would there ever be an Isra of Makah on food? What would be the example? So I don't think anyone had an example until recently. And the question is, can a person make sushi on Shabbos? Meaning you have the rice, the cold, old rice. But now you have rice and fish. Now you made a fancy thing from different various ingredients. Making a sushi roll, would that be considered maka bepatish on Shabbos? There are many places that are machmer. We'll have to discuss it at a different time. Some have or malawit, some do not. Because maybe there's a maka bepatish. You took rice and, and you made a whole fancy thing out of ingredients. Maybe there's a dinner maka bepatish on food. Next, utsricha. I need all these cases. I need the case of Rav and Shmuel regarding the the uh, chiseling, regarding the hole in the chicken coop, and regarding the peg in the hoe. Just the first case. I would say that's when Rav says that's building when you chisel the rock. You have to make sure your bricks are symmetrical when you build. So that's called binyan. It's not called building and making a hole in the chicken coop. I would say he agrees to shmuel. That's only makapatish. Vyashkin and Bahak, if you told me this this case regarding making the hole in the coop, I would say Bahak Kamarav Mishum the Dummy Labini, you know what at the end of the day, David Lavira, you need it for ventilation. So it's called Baina. I will shove but a peg, the Kofina Damara, putting the peg in the 
the handle, the hoe, and the and the um, the shovel. Ain't there a minimum kach? Ema moidle the shmua. Maybe he agreed to shmua. And viash minimum baha. Hey, for the Tommy in these cases. With the uh, peg, I would have said Hokama Shmuel. Maybe in that case, Shmuel says it's only Makabapatish. Al-Bahanach Tarti, making a hole in the chicken coop, or chiseling your stone. Ema Majli the Rav, maybe you agree to Rav. Tzricha, it is needed. Okay, let's do uh, one more piece, just because you only, you only asked the question. Boimini Rav Nosen by Arshayim Rabbi Yechanan. So Rav Nosen by Arshaya asked this from Rabbi Yechon, he looked at the Mishnah like Yoni did, and it says, and he read the words, Mesates, and it said, Mesates, Vahamakabapatish. Sounding like Mesates is like an Isser on its own. So he says, Mesates, Mishumayim Echayev. Which Melacha is Mesates? Which we translate it is, is, um, chiseling. So which one is that? So, so my mechayev, so so my, uh, sorry, mishum my So he showed him with his hands, mishumakabapatish, finishing it off. So the Gemara says, our Mishnah said, hamasates vahamakabapatish, sounding like it's two different things, misates and makabapatish. So the Gemara says, you're right. That's not how you should read it. Ema hamasates hamakabapatish. Meaning Hamasatis, which is Makabapatish, the sheerest Kolshahu. That's how you would indeed read this Mishnah. So, Mr. Shem, tomorrow we will continue and discuss Dafkov Gimel. Yashikoyach.